Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And let's go to Newt Gingrich, of course, who knows Georgia well, former House Speaker. Um, Newt, this is an amazing moment. Your thoughts to this and, and what this means to American justice or lack thereof. Well, I don't know that it's an amazing moment. I think what you have has been building steadily since 2015. Uh, you have uh, Democrats who are prepared to destroy the rule of law and destroy the Constitution if that's what it takes to destroy Donald Trump. Uh, you have one of those Democrats is a uh, <clears throat> district attorney in New York. Another is a district attorney in uh, Fulton County. Fulton County is about a three to one Biden county. Uh, and this particular district attorney has no sense of scruples, uh, no sense of any boundaries, uh, impaneled an initial grand jury that was absurd, then impaneled a grand jury for criminal purposes. And <clears throat> you could tell how rigged it was because they accidentally released the indictments several hours before they had the grand jury vote. Now, Judge Weinberg uh, in the office, uh, who's been the judge for 15 years, says they could have done that intentionally, then f- forced the grand jury or, or or tried to, how do you say it? They're, uh, trying, the they're trying, you know, there's an old expression here in New York, Mr. Speaker, which is a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich. In this case, it's even less than kosher, so it's like a, a kosher ham sandwich. The fact is right. that they leaked it in advance, was putting pressure on the grand jury because they were pulling back from putting witnesses in. So the whole sequence well, of events but, is very troubling. But but you have, you have to ask yourself, first of all, why did they suddenly rush past the witnesses they were supposed to bring in this week? That's the reason. What, yep. what was the impetus? Second, uh, why do we have a spectacle of waiting around? I was on Hannity for two hours. Uh, from 9 to 11 last night, waiting for the grand jury results to be hand-typed uh, by a clerk. I mean, the whole thing, the law, law is supposed to have a dignity, a majesty, a sense of, uh, you know, power and structure. Uh, this looked like uh, you know, a group of drunks in a saloon trying to set up a lynch mob. And, and by the way, Newt, uh, I was on live uh, when everything was happening here on the radio, uh, and it was unfolding, and I was watching you, too. And as it was happening, the one thing I was astounded, the judge had a big screen, like, Judge so-and-so, and then D.A. Fanny Willis. <laughs> it was like a made-for-TV. I mean, it was it was such yeah. a, so well, but, undignified but, but you, could tell, you could tell how incompetent they were. You don't do a press conference at midnight. I mean, what she should have done was was roll out the indictments and then uh, this morning, about 10 a.m., have a press conference, which would have gotten total national attention. Uh, but, but, but let's be clear. She is a hack politician who has decided she wants to destroy Donald Trump, just as Jack Smith is a hack lawyer who was repudiated by the U.S. Supreme Court unanimously when he set out to destroy Governor Bob McDonald. 
Uh, and just as you have a hack politician in New York City uh, indicting Trump, I mean, the, the number one characteristic of all four of these indictments is that they grossly distort the law. Uh, Rudy Giuliani helped write the RICO statute. So there's a certain grand irony in having him indicted under RICO, uh, which is the anti-mafia provision. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Newt, um, also, uh, Craig Eaton has a question for you, Newt Gingrich. Mr. Speaker, okay. I think I have the answer for you as to why they're rushing and why they rushed through this and didn't get to all the witnesses, is that we were starting to make some some ground on the Hunter and the Joe Biden investigations, and it looked like we were turning the corner on that. America was going to have their say on what the Bidens have done. And this is their response to pushing us to the putting America back to the back page of the newspapers again. And and it's effectively yeah. gotten rid of any and all talk about the Bidens right now. Yeah, well that that lasts for three days. Yeah. And yeah. that that's not gonna last for three for a year. Yeah. Uh and, and that's why this whole thing is goofy. I mean, it's like appointing a special counsel on Friday who was an utterly stupid appointment that had already totally screwed up the case yeah. uh with Biden. And you couldn't imagine a worse appointment. So um, they thought they were being clever. Newt, what can uh, Americans do? What can people do? What can Trump do to get justice? Well, I think I think the only way you're going to get. I mean, let let me just start and say I'm. uh, I I don't think any of this is surprising. I believe you have an astonishingly corrupt establishment. I think that establishment sees itself mortally threatened by Trump, and the establishment believes it's in a war for survival. And they will do they will break any law, violate the Constitution any way they have to to destroy Trump. And they the back up each have, other. Yeah. That's, yeah and the, the, but the problem I have is that, you know, at least half the country now supports Trump. So so they're, they're trying to take on a guy who probably has uh, among uh, assume there are, say, 250 million adults. He probably has 125 million or more supporters. Uh, now. They're going to find this really hard. And I and I think, and I said this uh, last night on Hannity, and uh, I'm actually thinking about writing a small book about this because I, I think it's so important to put this in context. This is the worst constitutional crisis since the 1850s. Yeah. We yeah. all agree. Yeah. We all agree. You are 100%. Now, uh, and, and, based and, and, on and, that, so we, have, to... we have Alan Gershowitz now on the line if you'd like to stay on. Newt. Yeah, can you yeah. stay with us, yeah. Newt? Sure, I'll stay with you for a few minutes. Okay, yeah. great. Let's bring in, if we could, Professor Alan Dershowitz, great constitutional scholar, uh, Harvard Law Professor Emeritus, and also the author of the book, Get Trump. Boy, uh, Professor Dershowitz, you and I talked several times last night in the height of this all. Uh, your book is so appropriate, given what's happened today. Your reaction? Well, I predicted all of this. And the interesting thing is, this is a case being brought accusing Trump basically of lying and the people around him. And it starts by the prosecutor lying. She looks the American public in the eye and she says, I'm going to try these 19 people together. I'm going to do it within six months. No, you won't. There's never been a case like this gets tried within six months. It's going to take over a year to try. Every defendant is going to make motions. Some of them are going to try to sever each other. Some will try to get into federal court. Some can't get into federal court. So why do you start a case about lying by lying? Uh, and the, the indictment is so filled with problems. You know, it's a crime suddenly to urge somebody to violate their oath of office. I've been doing this 60 years. I have never heard of such a crime. Urging somebody to violate their oath of office. Come on. This is just made up stuff for the most part. It's a 
basic repeat of the D.C. case with a lot more details. But the government's going to still have to prove, like they do in the D.C. case, that Donald Trump himself actually knew that the election was fair. And he believed the election was fair. And he corruptly intended to change that result. We're we're not. All the major channels are saying we're in Georgia. We're in Fulton County. How do we how do we get to the Supreme Court where you might get an on you know you get an honest opinion finally? Well, there's a couple of ways of doing that. First, you file motions that are appealable if you lose them. I think the motion for Trump, who was the president of the United States when these crimes allegedly occurred, he can make a motion to move the case to federal court. Rudy Giuliani can't. He wasn't the federal official when this happened. So that case could be appealable. And there are other issues in the case that maybe can result in interlocutory appeals and get the case to the Supreme Court. But this case is going to be a mess to try. Every single defendant's state of mind is going to have to be analyzed differently because there's no such thing as America as guilt by association. So the jury's going to have to find beyond reasonable doubt that every one of the defendants honestly believed and knew that the election had been fair and hadn't been stolen. That's just not the case. Professor Dershowitz, let me ask you, and I'm not an attorney, um, but is this something where he could say, listen, selective persecution, uh, civil rights? I mean, can he say, wait a minute, come on. Talk about selective prosecution. In 2000, I was part of the group that was challenging the Florida election that gave Bush the presidency. We argued, my God, only 570 votes. You surely can find 570 votes. We lobbied. We petitioned. We brought cases to court. We argued about the butterfly ballot, the hanging chads, and everybody praised us for it. I wrote a book called Supreme Injustice, condemning the Supreme Court. I got wonderful reviews for it. Nobody suggested prosecuting me or Lawrence Tribe, who was writing memos saying, let's get alternate uh, electors. Let's challenge under the Article 2 of the Constitution, under Article 1, you know, that was regarded as politics. We lost. The courts ruled against us. But everybody said, fine, you did a great job. We lost. Let's move on. That's what should have happened here. Yeah, this is, um, to me, this is a surreal moment, Professor Dershowitz. Um, and and yeah, the but breadth of it, it, the length of it. Professor uh, Dershowitz, how can a small county in Georgia do this and get recognition National recognition, international. It's in every newspaper in, in the world. Right it'll now. be on television. It's going to be the only trial, probably, that will be on television. Maybe New York, but New York is a joke uh, of that trial. There's nothing to it. I mean, the Here, joke I was telling, uh, uh, the yeah. joke I was telling uh, Mr. Dershowitz was, was yeah. what's next? Mayberry, North Carolina? I mean, Andy Griffith yeah. is going to indict? Yeah, is it open yeah. season for other, you know, to John's point, is it open season for other small DAs across the country to say, hey, I'm going to find something? And they will, and they will. And Republican DAs around the country will find things to blame Democrats for. And, you know, of course, we'll get a grand jury to indict. The grand jury in this case didn't indict. She indicted. How do we know that? She put it on her website even before the grand jury voted. The grand jury was just a, a rubber stamp in this case, so nobody should take it seriously that the grand jury analyzed the case and voted to convict no they didn't they were told to indict and they did yeah and and, and it was exactly you know i looked because you and i i think were even on the air at the time professor dershowitz and all of a sudden i look at it it mirrored it exactly Uh, i mean to me that that is 
so disgraceful that it came out ahead of time. She rushed things up and then, oh, quote, quote, the grand jury's deliberating. It was already a done deal. The fix was in. Of course. And it always is. Grand jurors are 23 chairs that are moved around by prosecutors and they always do what they want them to do. And, you know, it was intended originally that grand juries would protect defendants. Today, they're not used to protect defendants at all. But this is going to be a difficult case to prove. But if it's conducted in Fulton County, there'll probably be a conviction. The conviction may well occur before the election. And then it'll be reversed. The the real solution is President Trump, at the time he was accused of doing what what he was doing, find additional votes for me, uh, was was a federal officer. He was president of the United States. He can go to federal court, and I think that's the answer. Well, that's an answer. Look, if it's in federal court and it's in the same county of Georgia, you may get the same result. Well, then you go to Supreme Court. Eventually, you you get to the Supreme Court. Yeah, you got to fight it. Eventually, you do. But, boy, I can tell you, it's not fun to be convicted of a crime, to be sentenced. Mandatory prison sentences. And um, who knows? A judge might even deny bail pending appeal. By the the way, uh, Professor, I got to ask you really quick on that point. It is. Can you put Newt back on again? He wants to ask uh, Alan Dershowitz. Oh, good. We got, yeah, we got Newt coming in. Oh, we're dialing him back in here. But as we're waiting, real quick, it is mandatory for Rico, right? In Georgia? Is that right? Apparently, apparently it is. Um, But, uh, you know, that too may be unconstitutional. Because you can't have mandatory sentences if somebody is being accused based on vicarious liability of what somebody else did under RICO or conspiracy. So there are all kinds of challenges that can be made. This is far from a complete case. I'd love to hear the speaker's question. Is the speaker back on? We're just getting him. Here he is. Yep, okay. we got him. Okay. Uh, Newt former uh, House Speaker Newt Gingrich, you have a question for Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just want to make a comment and get you to, to respond. You know, I'm a historian, not a lawyer. But what I'm what I'm struck with is you now have what is essentially a lawless system. The New York indictment is lawless. Uh, yeah. Jack Smith has a record of being lawless, and and bring it, and you know using the 1870 Ku Klux Klan Act as an example right. of being lawless. The the attorney district attorney in uh, Georgia proves herself to be lawless, and yet all of these really and you're certainly one of these really smart guys. All these really smart guys who I admire greatly keep coming back and interpreting it as though it's a matter of law. Uh, I mean, these people are going to cheat every way they can. They're going to rig the game every way they can. And everything all of us have learned in the past about the rule of law is essentially, it seems to me, not operative when you're dealing with corrupt thugs. Now, what what am I missing? That's why we have a system of checks and balances. Uh, Hopefully, the federal court can check the excesses of the state court, bring the case into the federal court. Ultimately, the Supreme Court is the check of last resort. But you're right. Uh, you know, these these are people who are abusing the rule of law in order to gain political and partisan advantage. And ultimately, the voters have to be the, the, the final check on these kinds of abuses of powers. But right now we're witnessing real abuses of power. Well and my well concern, said. if I'm just for one, yeah, step go ahead, I, Newt. Yep. I, I, well, I got I got concerned again as a non-lawyer because under the rule on, in Georgia law, if they can convict Trump on RICO, he gets an automatic five-year minimum sentence, and the governor cannot pardon him. That's and right. I mean, 
So this is really dangerous. And yet the American people have to find some way to defend themselves against a system that has grown this corrupt. So I'd really like to get Alan to, I mean, to, to think at a grander scale of we're in, the, we're in the middle of a historic, not a political problem. And I think it has a genuine potential to become a crisis. I agree with you. I think we are on the verge of a political crisis. You know, on my uh, podcast, I award bananas whenever something like this occurs. I was up to three bananas on a scale of 10 toward a banana republic. It's now being raised today to four bananas, and uh, we may get to five pretty quickly. Uh, we're in real trouble. You know, we're not Ecuador where they killed the candidate running against the uh, president, but we're trying to imprison the candidate running against the president. And if you're going to do that, you better have a slam dunk case that everybody agrees to the way it happened with Richard Nixon. Republicans agreed that Richard Nixon had violated the law. Today, independents, even Democrats like me, don't agree. There is no consensus here because these are creative. Today in the New York Times, my former, uh, one of my former students uh, had a piece saying, wow, this 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 indictment is so creative, so original. That's not what indictments are supposed to be, especially against the presidential candidate. They're supposed to be conventional, by the book, no choice like the Richard Nixon case. This doesn't meet that standard. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, uh, Newt Gingrich, former speaker. Thank you, Alan Dershowitz, uh, Harvard uh, uh, constitutional lawyer, and uh, the American people. You, you, they deserve to know. Thank you for letting us know. Yeah, really fascinating. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.